All right, boys, are you ready? Ready. Ready. You got 45 seconds. Here we go. What are some things that you... God. What are some things that you fear stepping on barefoot? Go! Legos. Thumbtacks. Cheetos. Bad needles. Mm. Uh, Pork mm -hmm. rinds. My dog. Toothpicks. My wife. Um, <laughs> I am glass. sorry. Cats. The correct answers Cat. were dog do, seaweed, a pet. Seaweed? And sharp stones. <laughs> I oh, said, clearly. I said cats. Does that count for pets? Little tiny sharp stones. I get, yeah, I, I'd count that, I but according dog. to the board game rules, Garrett, no. No? It does not what? count. Oh, my God. No. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Roll and Move, the Internet's only podcast that takes a look at some of the poorly designed, horrible games that have no place existing in the world, and yet it's kind of beautiful that they do. And we break them down and examine them for you. I am your first co-host and one of the founders of Rough Draft Games, Thomas Schoengerberg, and with me here, as always, is... Uh, I'm Gary Lively. I'm actually a little bit scared on this episode. This is the first one I think we're going after a, a, a game that's alive and well right now in the present. We're taking on big Amazon, boys. <laughs> Get ready to have Jeff Bezos. Big as soon Amazon. as he's done with his divorce, he's coming right for us. We're in big trouble. And with us also is... Jeff Lee, I'd be a really bad employee at thesaurus.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm sorry. You were you were having some serious trouble when it came to some of these questions. I was. I was. Or I thought I was doing great, and then but it's not what these guys thought. Just like, why isn't he saying yes? I don't understand. <laughs> Did you mis misread that? I'm excited for this one because this is the first game that uh, I have sort of GM for you. It's always been Jeff and Garrett, but this time, that's right. Uh, I got a little gift from from a very special person. Uh, Allison, how'd you feel? How was it? She gave me this. I'm so sorry. And she, her her heart was in the right place. Are She's you at sure? a white elephant park. Are you sure it right? wasn't like a small mm -hmm. like I don't think this is working out. <laughs> and then she maybe slides she's this trying. Gift. Maybe she's trying to break us up. It could be. It could be that. But I I uh you know what I think I'm gonna get the papers in the mail here pretty soon. <laughs> broken up. Here's the restraining order. Never speak to me again. And it's gonna be another copy of this game. Uh, today we're looking at Outburst, or rather, Midnight Outburst, the Ooh. adult version yes. of Outburst. Sex. So, Allison, ah. Allison got this board game, as I said earlier, at a white elephant party, and uh, she figured it must be a pretty good board game because a lot of people were like trying to steal it. You guys know how white elephant parties work, you know? Right. There's a there's yeah. a hot item that people are trying to uh, mm -hmm. it's usually Bluetooth speakers steal or from one another. External battery. <laughs> what do you not have limits at your your white elephant parties? So, there's always the Yeti tumbler. You can always snag one of those or Bluetooth an IT speakers aren't that expensive oh now. You can get them for like 20 bucks. Yeah. Can you? Probably the same. Yeah. I'm paying that LA surplus. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so this is this is a hot commodity at her white elephant gift party, but she managed to take it home and she gave it to me. She was like, Oh, you guys do a board game podcast. So here, why don't you, maybe you can talk about this one. And boy, was she right. I was like, Oh, it's probably, this is a newish game. Midnight outburst. It's uh, <laughs> Can't be that bad. It's, it's, it came out in like 2016. I've heard of outburst before. So yeah. it's a pretty established game. Mm -hmm. She was, so she was sick the other day. And I was over at her place, and just to, like, kill the time, I was, like, reading her these cards as she was uh, lying on the couch uh, wanting to uh, cough her guts out. 
And I was just like, hey, Allison, can you name a bunch of synonyms for an erection? <laughs> <laughs> this will make you feel better. Talk and about she my was penis. like, please stop talking to me. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have to make sure we have the explicit tag on this episode of the yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, I beginning. think there's on every right, episode. Very good. I was like, can you tell me everything that's in a gynecologist's office? And she's like, please stop. <laughs> and I was she's like, she's like throwing up. This is going <laughs> to, oh this is going to be great on the podcast. We gotta, we gotta bring it in. So it, it was, it really was awful. And I'm glad that you guys uh, put up with it. But before we go into that, I think we should talk a little bit about who's responsible for this game. And since I'm sort of the GM here, Garrett, would you like to talk about who's behind? This I would game? love to. This is, this is blowing my mind. Um, so Brian Hirsch, the original creator of Outburst, put this out. He he um, launched it on Kickstarter, actually. Um, Why? W- he put Outburst yeah. on Why? Kickstarter. Midnight Outburst is was was funded on Kickstarter. Yes, back in 2016. That's you- crazy. Nope. The original so, Outburst was just yeah. so our audience knows. Yeah. Outburst yeah, was absolutely. huge. So, I want to tell them about well, Taboo. This is uh, bullshit. Yeah, the original I'll, Outburst was posted by Hasbro. I'll, I'll let you talk about Taboo and all that, but let me. Get, talk about this history real quick so they he came to kickstarter uh so outburst was originally released in 1984 um and apparently they had a few edgy cards in there um around 25 or so uh some about contraception Mm -hmm. marijuana uh slaying another material and even though the box said age adult apparently um some families played it and they had to answer the question you know what is the alcoholic shot? A blowjob, you know? And so parents are playing this with their preteen daughters and it didn't go over very well. And so this camp, uh, this game was released in Walmart. And while Walmart loved the sales they were getting, they uh, were also accepting every single return at every store in the country. And so they took that game and they were allowed to sell it as it was in like Target and Kmart and things like that. But in order to get it back into Walmart, they had to take out these edgy cards so they lost like i said about 25 of the quote-unquote naughty slash cutting edge cards to get it back into walmart so did they do a a Mm -hmm. second edition or did they do a walmart exclusive or uh so basically those game the the original first edition games were resold into like target and kmart and things but after Uh that the the second edition and and everything going forward from my understanding was the clean version so someone out there has a limited first edition holographic (laughs) outburst that they got at walmart that has 25 naughty cards yeah and so they're like well in order to make the game we really want to make we need to make sure it's clear that it's for adults you know so they put the midnight label on that because obviously preteens aren't staying up till midnight anymore and you know 2016 by this time all preteens teenagers and uh the kids they're going to bed by bed 10 by p.m 10, tops yeah. yeah that's right adult swim that's right at night those are gone, so baby. brian hirsch the original creator of outburst and also taboo which i know you want to talk about thomas uh put this game on kickstarter um back in 2016 uh, so they funded, their goal was $10,000. They barely funded $10,659. So they got 266 backers to fund this game. Um, and he's based out of LA. Uh, and it's a pretty elaborate page. Like, it, you know, it's well done. They ha- they obviously had some professionals working on the, the graphic designs. The videos are, are professional quality. So he had the, a lot of the funding to, to film all that stuff. But it's just like almost a desert as far as like the, the FAQs, the updates, the comments, like the community. Like there's no buzz surrounding the actual Kickstarter project. Um, it's almost 
it's almost off of outbursts probably right it's, it's just barren which yeah. which goes to show you all y'all surprised when i brought this up as a, a kickstarter campaign so anyways that is the brief history of outburst to midnight outburst the kickstarter edition and a little bit more on the the creator of this game uh brian hirsch brian hirsch he was the person who designed mm-hmm. Taboo. It came out in 1989, and Taboo was a really popular yep. selling game, mm-hmm. right? Like, if, if you look at it on BoardGameGeek, it's got 8.8 thousand uh-huh. ratings, 1.9 thousand comments. So if we're just going with math, like, the percentage of owners who would rate something on BoardGameGeek is probably, like, 10%, maybe 5% of all the people who actually okay. own the game, Right. So I think I went I went to his website. Um, Hirsch Hirsch and Company is his website, and I was taking a look at it. And total, this guy has sold around eight hundred and fifty million dollars worth of Jeez. his units between Outburst, between Taboo, between. So this guy has sold. This guy is. But here's the frustrating thing for me. <laughs> and I was uh, you guys heard me bring this up <laughs> yeah. earlier. As we go into what's in the box and we go into the gameplay mechanics of this thing, I want you guys to see if you can tell if there's a little bit of similarities between this game and a popular little show you might have heard about uh, (laughs) that's been on the air for a really long time. All right. So if at any point you think that there is some sort of overlap, between this game and another game show, you just you 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 buzz in, and I'll let you know if you got the right answer. Okay, sounds good. Uh, let's take a All brief right. break just in case we get a sponsorship from Steve Harvey. Oh, of course. Uh, of course. I don't know. You guys can't see me right now, right. but I'm wearing a very large, oversized suit. Um, shaved my head, and I have a <laughs> fake mustache on right now. Excellent. Very good. Give me the Brad Pitt. Someone give me the Brad What's Pitt. The box? All right. Thank you very much. Okay, so. In this box, you open it up, and the first thing that I have to take note of is the copious amount of disclaimers <laughs> for, whoa, there's stuff in this box that's really offensive. You better be careful. So let me let me read to you exactly what some of the cards say. So on the cards, you can't even see what the cards are uh, in the shrink wrap decks because they have these warning cards on front mm-hmm. of them. Uh, and... There's a big warning stamp on it. It says, warning, these cards contain explicit X, X, X. language. Do not open this deck if you or your friends are easily offended. <laughs> and then there's there's a little angel and a little <laughs> devil on it. And like the angel says, oh, it doesn't explicit mean dirty? And the devil is like, offended, F that, open it. But it's it's censored, which is... Of course. Of know, course. I guess because it's the first card. So this... Definitely lends itself to the history that you sort of. Uh, yeah, that's really funny. In context, now it makes there. a lot of sense that they're like, "Oh crap!" Like we told them, even though we told them <laughs> this is an old game, we're gonna really have to tell them this time because yeah. the, the idiots that buy this game don't right. read the, don't read the box. <laughs> when did the When did the first taboo taboo or there? outburst? Outburst came out in 1984. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, outburst. So the first outburst came out in 1984. This came all the way out in 2016. Mm-hmm. Yep. Midnight outburst. So here's what I'm thinking. He says, in order to make the game we really want to make, it's got to be, we got to fund it, and it can't be in Walmart, right? I think that this guy saw the success of Cards Against Humanity (laughs) and all the other edgy adult party games and was just like, well, I was a part of Outburst, so let's just make an adult version of that, right? This is what I was trying to make, but I got held back. And then he comes forward with like, yeah, this artistic vision bullshit, who's just like, oh man, if Hasbro and Walmart weren't keeping me down, I'd have been an edgy, cool kid too. Like, 
this is this is a cash grab at the raucous adult party uh, game crowd yeah. that uh, party games often <laughs> lend themselves to. Even if you go to so if you if you check out like the board game geek, uh, if you check out the board game geek site, like the official description that's not only on board game geek but I think it's also on their uh, original uh-huh. website for uh, for midnight outburst. I wanna I just wanna read this game to you. Adults only outburst. Midnight outburst is the short party game for inappropriate top ten lists in a raunchy, wild, and definitely adults only version of the gang. It's easy to play, which is good because you're probably drunk anyways, right? <laughs> like that. <laughs> I feel like you guys ever see that meme of like Steve Buscemi wearing the backwards hat, like holding the skateboard, and he's like, "Hello, how do you do, fellow <laughs> yeah. children?" That's what this feels like. Yeah, I'm trying to turn out like a raunchy. Hey, oh, what what a penis! Yeah, and we'll get oh to this later. God. But like, even during the gameplay, I didn't feel like it was that like XXX or adult esque. You know, like some of them were. They're like. Right. I was like, what would you what would you see in a gynecologist's office? I'm like, all right, well, oh, oh yeah. man, yeah. Edgy. Oh man. A place where they, they help women. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's <was> really weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I it, it's it seems like they're trying really hard to to capture that theme of XXS, but it's like a it's like a fifty five year old guy trying to do that mm-hmm. and he's not really able to uh to empathize or sympathize or whatever you want to call it. Or put himself in the shoes of he. He is nowhere near connected with his demographic, and he's trying. What's really funny is so they they list three funny. brief reviews on their Kickstarter page, uh, and I, I can just quickly read them. Uh, this is from Rachel Amanda Bryant. There were times when I was laughing so hard I started to tear up. I felt so silly saying weird and dirty things. <laughs> so silly, <laughs> Ariel. That's like a that's like a forty five Ari- year old oh, mom. So that Ariel, is what Ariel that is. Hartman. Uh, I can only imagine how much more inappropriate things would get with this game after a few drinks. I def want to play it again when I'm oh. less than sober. Oh, she used she yeah. used to be a death. She's cool. Definitely. So you know. What a cool You know mom. she's, you yeah, know she's young. Right. And then Ivan Van Norman said, I remember playing this game decades ago, but I don't remember it being this fun or dirty. <laughs> or dirty. I like you got all these boomers that are just like right. So those are the by, those are the review, I mean, that's the hype they throw out there right. on, on the Kickstarter page. So it, it's obviously right. going for that dirty, raunchy humor. What's that, funny uh, is, is I think he, yeah he targeted towards yeah. like our our age, but I think it's probably it hits better yeah. with like it's like a twelve our, twelve yeah. twelve year old, you know. <laughs> Yeah, or, or I, I was gonna say the opposite, where like our parents' age, we're like, we're I yeah. can't believe I'm oh, saying what is blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is a slang term for fellatio? Like <laughs> it's so weird. A beach. To get back on track, so we have the we have the the cards, the warning cards that tell you that this is gonna mm-hmm. be a dirty game, and then inside. So this is the second game that we've done, guys, that has this yes. stupid red decoder screen. Okay, you have the cards, which and the way the cards are formatted are you have the hint of the card, what it's going to be about, which is usually a pun or a joke of some sort. You have the hint at the top, and then you ask that to the teams that are playing if they want to play the card or pass it, sort of like another show that's on TV. And if they pass it, it goes to the other team and they have to play it. But if they want to play it, then you pop the card in the decoder and you can see what the subject actually is. And you can uh, you read off like their top ten okay. list. Whoever's team is guessing has forty five seconds to blurt out as many answers as they possibly can. And as they, if it's on the list, you 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 use the check mark and you use this little screen device to check off 
every single thing that uh, they call out. So you have the red decoder screen that also allows you to check off mm-hmm. their right answers as they're calling them out. And uh, that's your okay. way to keep score. And so the other stuff that's in there, you have your 45 second ha- sand timer. And then you also have uh, you have your little tokens, these little plastic tokens that allow uh-huh. you to pass. Uh, you only get three for the whole game, so you can only okay. pass three topics. And then you have uh, right. two dice. What's interesting about these two dice, so <laughs> one dice is like a normal, like, you know, it's got the mm-hmm. six dots on it, and the other dice is a number dice. There's no reason for that. Reminds me of uh, NFL Rush Zone with the green dice. But, but they're both six-sided die, right? They're both six-sided dice. So the rules here are, as you're playing the game, right, so you have one team who goes through and they guess everything yep. on a card, right? You know, they go one through ten, you have the opportunity to okay. win bonus points. And here's how you determine if you get bonus points. Roll a dice. Yep. Right? Okay. One through six. And if you got it, so we'll say that you rolled a one. So that means the first item on the 10 object list is going to be the bonus question. And then you roll the second okay. dice to determine how many points it's going to be <laughs> okay. worth. So one through six. So you're, so the right. your first item on your list could be worth. So if you want to add a little bit of luck to your chance. So if you want to add a little bit of luck to your skill based game, <laughs> then this is how they did that. Yeah. It's a, it's a little bit of a, a wild card. Um, and what's funny is it renders like number seven, eight, nine, and 10 on the list. Completely. <laughs> <laughs> like you, if, if you got those, sorry, you're out of luck. Um, but it's arbitrary, right? It's not like alphabetical or yeah, most popular. Exactly. Right. It's completely it's they arbitrary. Did, they don't want to pay for a D10 or D, you know, D12 and put 12 answers or you know, whatever. Right. Yeah, they did not want to pay for a D10 or Couldn't what, afford or in the Kickstarter. whatever echelon of dice you want to go with. But they did get an extra dice. They, there was no reason for them to include that extra dice. You can roll it <laughs> twice. Like, I don't... It's for people that can't count really pips, stupid. Thomas. But that's everything that's in the box. You got you got around 500 mm-hmm. of these cards, and you have the decoder thing, which also mm-hmm. lets you check them off. And then you got your... Uh, you got some slips that you can write what down. What I think is so funny is that, like, like, like you mentioned, like, this game came out in the last two, three years, um, and it's supposed to be, like, very new right. age. And, like, a lot of these games, these party games are pretty minimalist, but... And this game has that decoder thing, which is, has a very, like, 1990s board game feel. It's like, so pointless. I fucking hate yeah, the Yeah, and it's like a remnant of that era because that was his last success, like, major success. And it's funny that he carries it into, like, a very modern era game. So from, like, a, from, from like a history of board games perspective, it's really funny to me because he's, like, been out of the game. He comes back and he's like, these are still cool, right? And he, like, throws it into the box and, like, he, like, hopes that nobody yeah. mentions anything about it. I feel like I'm looking into a virtual boy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know yep. those red and black, like, the old school virtual reality things that just give you a headache? I cannot stand these red code things. If you're going to put that in a board game, you have better have a damn good reason to do so because I it just looks awful. All you got to do is what Boulder Dash did. Balderdash just has the answers there, and you know what you do? You cover it with your hand. You don't let other people see the answers. There's, yeah, no, there's no point. point. Unless you just wanted a device that you would allow you to put the check marks on there. I just get rid of the stupid red screen. Anyways, that is what's in the box. So the gameplay, I already covered. It's super duper simple. The way that we did this is we just I didn't even I don't even have a webcam and we were able to play this. I was just like, okay, yeah. two teams, yeah. Jeff and Gare. And uh if you guys want to pass it, use one of your three pass tokens and it goes over to the other player and then they have to use it and you get a different topic for your thing. And it was just, it's just yeah, guessing absolutely. lists. Uh-huh. So Jeff, have you been able to, uh, I, I see you with your mustache and uh, and your suit. Have you been able to guess what game 
This is uh, Thomas, uh, we'd like to play. We'd love to <laughs> no. play. Oh, no. All right. So we, we've done a sample size. We've talked to 100 people. What are the most commonly ripped off games by Brian Hirsch? Uh, Family Feud. <laughs> 100 points. <laughs> 100 <laughs> out of 100 people. Have said Family Feud. It is it is a one hundred percent ripoff of Family Feud, except it's worse because Family Feud at least has the sample group, right? Has a survey, yeah. Yeah. What's the survey? I think group? it's hundred people, people, and yeah, And the most obviously, you know, matters which one you they're, they're weighted. So the, whoever guesses more, that that question's worth more. But in in this case, in Midnight Outburst, the answers on importance are are arbitrary. Um, so, you know, there's 10 answers right. that you can get and they, it didn't seem like number one was the most common or number 10 was the least common. And it matters in this case because they mm -hmm. didn't decide to use a D, you know, D12 or whatever. Um, and they, you have to roll the six sided die or you, you have to roll a regular dice. Um, and it turns out that the top six are the most important because you can get bonus points. But the top six aren't the most likely <laughs> right. or the most commonly answered. So it's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. What I love is that they address their laziness in the rules. That They say that, you know, you may guess something that's completely correct to this category. But if it's not written <laughs> on the card, it doesn't tough count. Luck. Because tough luck. We didn't think of that. Yeah. Do you want me to read I'd that love verbatim? To. That, that is my can, favorite part of this okay. game is that it, it encourages the person, you know, holding the card to be a complete stickler about everything that comes out of their mouth. And if they don't get it exactly right, sorry, buddy, you didn't get it. Mm -hmm. If you can imagine uh, Brian Hirsch, was it Brian? Mm -hmm. If you can imagine Brian Hirsch mm -hmm. just like <laughs> tossing his hands up right now, that's exactly what you're getting. He's like, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I came up with. If you didn't get a tough look. I have the disclaimer right here. So it says, uh, attention, this game is unfair. It is possible for there to be additional appropriate answers for many topics. And you may think of one that is not on this list. Too bad. <laughs> the goal, your goal is to match the answers on the card. You may have a good answer, but it's not if it's not listed on this card. So it's like imagine you. if you made a trivia game and then you, it, it didn't matter what the real answers mm -hmm. were. It was if so long as people got the answers that you thought were the right <laughs> answers and they'd get points. That's exactly what this is. Right. What are my favorite movies? Go. And it's, <laughs> wrong. It's, it's, it's pretty much him, too. It's Brian wrong. Hirsch because he wrote the game. He's not even yeah. using a sample size or it's just it's this one dude sitting who just came up with a bunch of top 10 lists for him. And if you didn't know that, like, one of the cards that you had, Jeff, was, I think it was Names for, like, Morning Na wood, Names for Erections. Right? Names, names for, for like, an erection. Yeah. And some of these, let me see. Ah, here we go. So, yeah, so it says slang words for an erection, and we have boner, and Jeff said morning wood. Sorry, Jeff, that's that's not, there's oh, yeah, Woody was on here. The well-known colloquial term, uh -huh. Woody. Yeah, and then uh, Morning Glory was on here, so... Morning Wood, you combine both of those, so you get neither. <laughs> is is the problem? The problem with the instructions that it gives you in the uh, in the booklet, not on the card, not right. He also said pitching a tent. If I am. he said pitching a tent, and uh, sorry, that is not tent pole. <laughs> Brian Hirsch Brian says Hirsch, the seven year old guy. He's like back in my day, we called it a tent pole. So that's what you're trying to do is you're trying to get to the mind of Brian Hirsch as you're answering these uh, these different questions here and. Also, what I love is that not all of them are raunchy at all. Like I, I thought that they were going all in. Yeah, on yeah, and I think that would have been a lot, like not a lot better, but in some ways better. Because I get it, you know some some of those like recent, you know, adult themed board games or card games or party games or whatever, are, like very they like go all in on like the grotesqueness of the game. 
Right. Uh, but this game was like, mm-hmm. what was the dinosaur question? It was like, name these dinosaurs, eight of which are <laughs> eight of which are normal dinosaurs, by the way. Uh, one of which might sound like a lesbian dinosaur, and one of which might sound like a gay dinosaur. And it's like, <laughs> okay, you're just stretching for cards here. I love that card. Yeah. Here's another card. The hint is, give me a spring break. And then the actual card, so if you decide if, you, if you're okay with that hint, is college and movies. And it's like Animal House, Goodwill Hunting, oh, Old School, man. The Social Dirty. Network. And then there's one called oh. Deep in Depth. And it's Johnny Raunchy, Depp. Bro. Like that's, Johnny. <laughs> oh, my God. Raunchy Dude, I don't Depp. know if I can play this with my mom, man. Oh my she, might, she might lose it. it it's not it's even like a good slight PG-13. At what, it, <laughs> what it's trying so hard to be good at. I don't know. I don't know. I, I have my own opinions on like the, the games that are like over the top like raunchy yep, they're shock yeah. value games cheap shock value it doesn't even excel at doing good cheap shock value when i opened this game i was like okay midnight outburst do not play this game if you're easily offended okay <laughs> we're gonna hear we're gonna get some racial epithets we're gonna get some holocaust jokes we're gonna get we're gonna go bottom of the barrel we're going yeah, vi- full blue all book here, baby. yeah i was like ready Johnny and then we get like a term for sex boink <laughs> yeah. oh yeah name all the slang terms for having sex knocking boots <laughs> oh what what am i a cowboy the wild wild west <laughs> oh game i think fails in a number of ways and do, do i thomas would you like to feel a little bit justified i want to i want to throw this out for you all right so as i said their kickstarter goal was ten thousand dollars they Barely made it, 10659 I just want to read you the reward tiers here. Okay, so they had an early bird special. Um, they had 266 total backers, okay? So for $15, you could get the game at the early bird rate, which I don't know what it was, but they had 100 backers at that rate, okay? Then okay. they had the, after the early bird ran out, you could still get the game for $20, okay? 139 backers <laughs> there. So then they're trying to come up with some creative pledge packages so for 35 you could get two copies of midnight outburst uh two people back that for 45 dollars, you could get one copy of midnight outburst plus eight fully customized topics to shuffle into your game so you you know you could put one about your friends or you know what what, what you call sex yeah what what 16 people back that so then you know they start jumping into the uh the real high roller packages all right for three hundred dollars, you can what? get the collect three hundred. They jumped to three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars, you can get the collector's first edition, which is one autographed copy of Midnight Outburst, plus the eight fully customized topics. Plus, for you collectors out there, you'll also receive a factory sealed copy of the first edition of Outburst that went to the, uh, you know, the WalMarts, the ones that they had to, to pull off the shelf. They only oh, have yeah. three of these available. Yeah. Okay. Zero backers. Yeah. I will say that, that in a, as a brief history in time, the the original version of Outburst in Walmart, that's kind of cool, uh-huh. but I would not pay 300 bucks for just that. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the only thing that's worth value in that package, and it's not worth 300 bucks. Uh-huh. Yeah. He overplayed his hand. Oh, Outburst is a piece of board game. <laughs> then for $400, you can get the, the collector's commemorative edition, what? which is essentially the exact same thing as the previous edition, but instead of the original edition, you get the commemorative edition. Uh, which is the one millionth game edition that was super limited released uh, zero backers for five hundred dollars. Jeez! Oh my god! You could get the autographed copy. 
you get the eight customized cards, and you get to sit down on Skype with Brian Hirsch himself. Skype. <laughs> who the fu- who does this guy think he is? He's too humble. He's too humble to say he's a legend in the board gaming business, but he is. Sit down for an hour and then talking about the industry, learn from an expert, and maybe even he's pitch your own game. He's too humble, and it says it on there. What a freaking narcissist. $300 for a signed copy and then like, what, $500 to Skype with this guy? Only two available. Three backers. Dang. Three backers? All right. So, and then we're getting to the super high roller here. Pledge $1,000 or more. You get one of a kind autographed copy. They eight customized cards. You get the one of a kind collector's item. For all you game lovers out there, you get the custom made commemorative marble clock awarded to Brian Hirsch. When he sold his 10 millionth copy of the original game. And then zero backers, by the way, on that he one. He sold so he sold 10 million copies of Outburst. of Outburst. That's not including Taboo. So that stat that I threw out earlier about we're making his games making $845 million. Probably, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he right. he made quite a bit of money and he, he brought this to Kickstarter. The final reward tier, three thousand dollars. The party game night of your dreams. Hirsch Games and team will personally come to your house or place of your choosing and host the game night event you've always dreamed of. Think tons of gaming, tons of drinks, loud music, great friends, and of course, lots of midnight outbursts. Great friends? Like you're you're renting a party. You're renting friends for the night for $3,000. Please tell me. Please. One backer. No! Yes! Here's my... I have a theory on this. This one backer oh! contributed 30% of the funding goal. I have a theory on this. What, is that all the, is that all the rewards? That's the all the, that was the last reward right, tier. But if, if, that man didn't, if that man didn't pledge, this game would not have funded. We wouldn't have had the pleasure of bringing this. And here's, here's my theory on this. Okay. I think it's him. I think it's him. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I, I have this theory that he comes out with, he stumbles upon, he's like, he, he rehashes this, he rehashes basically a television show game into a board game, uh-huh. stumbles into wild mm-hmm. success, lives on this, yep. you know, and, and much like people that win the lottery, they kind of fumble around for a few years and they end up broke again. And he's like, I need another way to get cash. And he's like, I'm a famous person. So of course I can put out any game I want. Uh, and I'm going to be able to sell that game. I'll set it pretty low. I'll set it at $10,000 and I'll even back some of my own <laughs> things to kind of bu- generate buzz and interest. And, and he, he ba- barely, and honestly, I think he probably paid for some of this out of pocket just to fund. So it looked like it funded cause he didn't want to stumble upon mm-hmm. a failure on Kickstarter. And you notice that the tiers that he put in, like there's a big gap into <laughs> the practical ones. Like, Oh, like buy two board games for thirty five bucks. Okay, that's a pretty good good deal. Nobody bought two board games, and then right. and then but the things that are like Skype with me, he's like, oh yeah, of course two people would want this. So he like so he quote unquote <laughs> paid for two of his own sessions. I don't think anyone wanted to talk Jesus. to him, and he you know he he got butthurt about it. Like he just, <laughs> I think he personally felt that I'm gonna go ahead and generate some buzz here, pick up some of these higher tier ones, and and make it seem exclusive and. And that this is a big deal, and everyone will jump on sort of the lower tiers, but mm. nobody, nobody. I, right. Like I love the line of legendary board game creator. He doesn't want to say it himself. He probably wrote that himself. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And here's the thing: you made all that money on Taboo. Taboo is just a freaking ripoff of ten thousand dollar pyramid or fifty thousand dollar pyramid. That's all it is. 
$50,000 pyramid came out in 1983. All this guy's do been doing is watching game shows and ripping them off and turning them into fucking board games. I just, I love, I love the idea for those of you, for those of you that watch um, Arrested Development, that this guy is like the Job, like an IRL Job. Like he thinks he's like really good at his craft. Like he thinks he, he thinks he's like very well sought after. He like kind of had a fall from grace, like, and he's just like s struggling mm -hmm. to get money or whatever. It, it's well, they both do crappy illusions. I yeah, think exactly. Spot on. Exactly. So <laughs> I love it. I love I love this idea that this guy's just like, no, 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 no. Like people will buy my game, and then like no, like he he has to fund his own like higher level tiers just to get the game to not fail. <laughs> Like, I don't understand why you can't just, like, embrace the fact that you pulled off, like, the caper of a life. Like, if that was <laughs> yeah, me, agreed. I'd, I'd, I'd own up to the fact, like, yeah, dude, I ripped off $50,000 Pyramid, and I sold $500 million you, I, worth you of You know what's game. funny? Innovative. Going back I to would be, like... I would be like living on a boat with a Cuban cigar, bandit of the lifetime, and I'd say, "Come find me, <laughs> bury my treasure." Like that would be me. Yeah. I, that's right. I I'd act like I got away with murder. I think it's also really I funny, like and you know, it. again, I tell you can tell from his game, from what's in the box, he's very disconnected from the board game industry, like what it is today, um, except for the fact that he heard like you know, mm -hmm. Cards Against Humanity is successful or whatever. The fact that like I mm -hmm. I feel like he. Taboo sales probably tanked once, um, you know, the independent board game industry started to go on its rise. Like, how many people do you know today that goes out and buys a game of Taboo or, like, the original game of Monopoly? Like, not very many people. So, I Parents. feel I have this feeling that, like, he was probably still coasting. Like, I'll make money for the rest of my life on Taboo. But then it stopped, the mm. check stopped coming in. And then he's mm -hmm. like, oh, shit, I need to put out something else. And I think that's what happened here. So... Congratulations to all of our listeners that helped put him in a bind uh, and help support the independent board game industry. <laughs> you're giving us you're giving us fodder for the show, and you're supporting good, actual good game creators. So, kudos to you. And and here's the here's another tell that really just underlines everything you just said, Jeff. Th this game has no votes on Board Game Geek, none. Okay, it's got 19 ratings, and it's got two comments. On Amazon, this thing has over 150 oh reviews. Okay, so there really yeah. are two different worlds, and we're not gonna we're not gonna say that we're you know there should be a gatekeeper or anything like that. That there's real board sure, games yeah. versus fake board games. We're just saying that this is a bad. <laughs> Thomas, I want you to do a little exercise with me real quick. Go to midnightoutburst.com. Just pull it up. Okay. Listener, you can do this as well if you're sitting in front of a computer. All right. I want right. you to scroll down to the bottom of the page. And I read okay. with me. It says, love Midnight Outburst. Leave us a glowing review. Amazon review. Okay. And then to the right of that, it says, got a problem? Something negative to say? Try and click that little thumbs down symbol for me. Can't do it. <laughs> I love it. It. It slides <laughs> off the it. screen. You're not allowed to leave a negative review. I love this it. This is us. That's pretty funny. <laughs> this guy's a scam artist that's, in the board game industry, and it worked. Yeah, that, that's a pretty funny joke. It's it's uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's got it. They got it. They got an Instagram page oh, for Midnight God. Outburst. Let's see when the I'm last hit. last post was five days ago. Yeah. They've been posting. So yeah, still it's still on. It's you can still sell it for, or it's still being sold for about twenty five dollars on Amazon. It looks like so it's it's still in print, yeah. still rolling around. I mean, it's only been three years, but. All right, guys. So, do we want to go through these Amazon reviews to kind of get sort of a general consensus on the board game? It's got a six point three on Board Game Geek, but that is uh, surprisingly so high, high for Board opinion. Game Geek. Yeah, I'm like pretty disappointed. 
it's getting it, it got a lot of high reviews on amazon for example this one uh, person says it, it's not that adult of a game if you're fairly comfortable with a few of the word choices it is a lot of fun certainly not a game to play with best grandmas but mine would have loved it raunchy grandma uh katie yeah. says it's r-rated family feud this is a great game not a family game but a great game this is essentially a r-rated family feud style game mm, with PG-13 a few minor twists it's great for parties yeah so I, it, this is I, I don't know clearly we're missing something but it it hit its target audience of people that like adult themed quote unquote adult themed games yeah i i get it he he knows how to he knows how to play the game he knows or he you know he knows how to play the system in in a way but yeah i I don't know in my opinion it it just doesn't hit the ground running with the adult theme like there are a few adult themed things in there but like i mean i don't know it's not not edgy enough right if they want to play that card it's not it's not edgy yeah I, i like this one uh he said very funny game it is a little hard to read the card especially for people who wear glasses only because the writing is pretty small but overall i am pleased with the new game i love the fact that he can't read the writing and t- it goes back to thomas's like that, <laughs> probably because yeah, that, that damn that decoder is like so stupid at the end of the day as much as uh, you know we can sit here and rant and rave you know the guy found his demo and he sold uh 800 million dollars yeah. worth of board <laughs> games to him so uh i guess you know more power to you brian whatever <laughs> that 845 million dollars isn't going to get you much here because now you got to face the wrath of the uh of the rough draft games boys garrett what do you think of this game what are you gonna uh, give it? as far as experiences goes this was one of my least favorite experiences in a game that being said it was a game as opposed to you know csi um but it is not much higher 24? than that 24 was also a game you had to make decisions that was bad. i'm giving uh i'm giving midnight outburst an overall just the fact that it was on kickstarter i okay i have a personal belief that they took this game to kickstarter after he's bragging that he sold 10 million copies of this game yeah well we know how much like it depends on how much the publisher gave it, it, the but still so if he's just the designer he's, he's still go, made go a back, chunk yeah he could have he could have gone back i, I don't remember okay. was it hasbro you said yeah, that hasbro. originally published okay he could have gone back to whoever yeah. and republished they would have taken that because you know adult games were all the rage or still all the rage right now yeah so you can he could have gotten this published. I, I I don't know why I went to Kickstarter and it it seemed like it's the weirdest Kickstarter campaign I've ever seen. It's so like desolate and there's like nobody commenting on anything and it's just like these strange rewards. The the game itself, I I don't know. It it just it blows my mind that this was released in 2016. I'm giving it a 0.75. Wow, that is really rough. Um, I was not gonna go that low. I feel like I've been the one yelling loudest. During, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm really surprised. I think, I think the Kickstarter thing is what really got you. You're right, Garrett. It, it really yeah. does bother you there. That it, Wrong platform. Yeah, I mean, and, and maybe that's not fair for me to judge the game based on that. But, you know, mm-hmm. overall, the criteria that that's, uh, uh, kind of bothered me the most. As much as I hate the game and as much as I hate the decoder, as much as I hate the, the try hard edginess without truly. If you're going to be edgy, you got to go all out. Yeah. Here's what I think when it comes to this game. As we're talking about it, and Brian Hirsch, I got to respect that the man knew his demographic. I didn't think that the game was that good, but the guy's more of a businessman than he really is more of a unique board game designer. And uh, I've I'm, I've come up, so in our business Slack, I, I've routinely pitched ideas to you guys that I'm just like, it'll sell great. <laughs> I, would hate, I would hate to put my name and, on this game, and, but it would sell a ton. <laughs> 
And uh, so I, I kind of got a soft spot in my heart for the uh, for the for the mentality that he's going with there. Uh, I give it a three. All right. Yeah, like I have to agree with uh, the points. I agree with all the points that you guys made. Like, yeah, I think you know he knows exactly what he's going for. Um, he's going for this sort of this hidden adult party games. Um, he knows how to sell a, a mass-produced board game or I guess you know card game or whatever. Um, he's not big on game mechanics. Uh, he didn't go all in on the, you know, the, the raunchiness or the exclusive or the, um, or the adult theme part of it. I think he just wrote off the tales of outbursts. And like I said earlier, he's just been away from the scene for so long that the fact that he put this back out there and the, just the gall to like put in (laughs) all these like, you know, Kickstarter pledge goals that is all about him. And for him to even say like, the legendary board game master, although quote he wouldn't say it himself, even though he probably wrote it. That that really rubbed me the wrong way. So, um, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a two. All right, that brings the rough draft boys average to a one point nine two. We are what five? Way We're lower. almost five points lower than the board game geek average, which I I I'm shocked by the score that it has on board game geek. Agreed. But yeah, the more pressing question here, Garrett, is what are you gonna do now? If you run into Brian Hirsch at like a gaming convention or a party, and he's heard this podcast. He's looking at you and he's waiting. He's like, I know. He something. probably doesn't even know what podcasts gonna... are. <laughs> he's freaking still using 1990s decoders in his games, and then even on the on the box cover, he uses a neon sign, which I'll be. I think it's cool because we grew up in the neon. Yeah, we I grew like up that. in the neon like sign the era, but art. even neon signs are they don't even exist anymore. So like everything he everything he did with the game is outdated. Um, but somehow he sold it because there's a, there's an appetite for it right now. I I feel like it's not going to be too much different than my interaction with a bunch of um, uh, very often Jeff and <laughs> Jeff and Thomas know this very often um, at parties I've been to people will break out what do you mean Cards Against Humanity. Um, even apples to apples, something like that, a game that I, you know, refuse to play. Um, and I'll refuse to play it. I will sometimes, I, I won't ruin the party, <laughs> but I, I will, punk. I will adamantly state that, Hey, I'm not playing this game and, uh, you guys can, <laughs> you guys can take it or leave it, but, uh, I'll go find something else to do if you want, but I'm not playing this game. They're like, come on, Garrett, we need one more. I'm not playing the game. I'm not playing the game. Um, I, I refuse to. Jeff and Thomas know I literally have never played a single game of Cards Against Humanity, um, and I'm I'm <laughs> I, I'm a little sad that I played Midnight Outburst. You know, to be honest, I feel like I've compromised some of my morals, and <laughs> so you you're I'm mad, mad at him. I'm mad at you're David mad at Brian Brian Hirsch Brian Hirsch. I, I, what's great is we have all gotten his name wrong or questioned his name at some point in yeah. this uh, podcast. But <laughs> anyways, I, yeah. it's it's um. So I, I am willing to go to one of his parties and straight up, I'll, I'll be the person That'll they be need to join in the game. You're gonna pay up to. You're gonna pay up to have I'll him. The, I'll, I want to be the last person they party? need. Garrett Lively, you, <laughs> yeah, you right. simpleton. I am a legend in the board game industry. It's gonna cost you a whopping three thousand dollars to have me even think about I have walking over in your 15 doors. podcast credits to my name and <laughs> what 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 do you think the uh drinks are that he served at that party for three three thousand bucks high life. oh dude three thousand bucks He's, he yeah. brings in a bunch of high, high life, life and he's just like he's got the smirnoff ice, ice <laughs> the little smirnoff uh, this is a crazy yeah. party 
It's got a bunch of Mike's heart. <laughs> it's got like the big Costco thing of red solo cups. <laughs> oh, are you guys drinking in here? Well, let me bring these bad boys out. You ever seen one of these? It's called alcohol. <laughs> um, so that's what I would do if I saw him in public. Adams. I would, I would knowingly but adamantly ruin the party for everybody else because I refuse to play his games. Good man. How <laughs> you just throw I'm just throw sitting a there. I'm fit. sitting there in the corner with my arms crossed, just shaking my head. No, just not not going to do not it. Me. Come on. And if you guys listening at home would like to give Garrett a few pointers, maybe maybe a couple of a nice quips that he could say <laughs> if he uh, runs into uh, Brian Hirsch at a party, or maybe he has to apologize. You want to you want to help him out with that? You should definitely hit us up on Twitter at Rough Draft Games, where you can send all of your suggestions for uh, Garrett conversation topics. <laughs> uh, Steve Harvey, if you would like to sponsor the podcast, we actually left a little spot to throw an ad in for you. So go ahead and email us at roughdraftgames at gmail.com. Mr. Hirsch, if you want to reach out to me directly, same email address. I'd be happy to discuss the <laughs> You have nothing campaign. to discuss. You have nothing. <laughs> and if you and your family would like to come play, uh, check out roughdraftgames.com where we have our family party board game, uh, All Rise, that we're working on, as well as some of our other posts, including our thematic posts, and of course other episodes of Roll and Move. Soon to be legendary. It's going to be legendary. Uh, right? Yeah, we are definitely legendary board game creators to our own credit. <laughs> are we advertising All Rise as an adult themed? We, I think we do say sex in it one time, so we might have to Pretty slap edgy, on yeah. so everybody knows. It's definitely rated R. It's, it's a little bit of an edgy content. And one last disclaimer, speaking of which, for you guys, please, it is crucial to give us five stars on iTunes if you haven't already. We actually have gotten a couple of uh, ratings and reviews come in. Thank you guys who have uh, taken the time out of your day to uh, give us a rating and uh, share the podcast with your friends. We love to uh, increase the size of our community and our interaction because we love talking to you guys any chance we get. But until next time, what are 10 different things that you can say when you got a bad gift in a white elephant party? Go! I got outburst. No. Pass. Next. <laughs> <laughs>